Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 975-1280 the zone. And the zone sports network. Conley through the lane. Gets caught in the air, flares it back to Donovan, fakes the pass, penetrates, rises, right hand cock and hammer. Donovan Mitchell. Here's Clarkson. Rise and fire three off the bounce. Swish. Jazz have now taken 26 of their 51 shots as threes, over 50% of their attempts. And they're 10 of 26 from three. As Forrest drives, lobs high, Azabuke scrapes the ceiling to throw down two. Trent Forrest is my new favorite player. Uh, honestly, I think, you know, we came into this game with uh, a defensive mindset. I think that's something that we took away from the first game. And I think guys were just super locked in on the defensive end, trying to uh, establish ourselves on that end that uh, things just weren't flowing as smoothly as we liked on the offensive end. But uh, as the game progressed in the second and third, I thought, uh, especially in the third quarter, we started getting getting free on some you know uh, early actions and some transition threes and things that are, are easy opportunities for us, and we took advantage of them and, and not, not allowing ourselves to have to work so hard uh, to score the ball. All right, Gordon, the Jazz are now 2-0 and in preseason play. They beat the Suns again, uh, 111-92. This was um, uh, an interesting game. Uh, the starters played more. We knew that a little bit going in, that this was going to be more of kind of a dress rehearsal. Uh, game three might look a little bit different, uh, given more of the young guys uh, a chance and the, the rotation guys to rest. But last night we saw um, a little bit of what the rotation uh, might look like going into the season. And... Um, we saw how good it could be in the third quarter, and we saw it struggle in the first quarter. So it was a little bit of a tale of two halves, but, boy, that third quarter was something else. Well, anytime you have more turnovers than you have assists, probably not a great sign. But uh, they're piecing it together. You know how I just hate turnovers, you know. I, my, my mind always pays attention to turnovers because I loathe them so much. Well, they they, people... they won by 20, so I don't know if it was much of a factor. No, I know. <laughs> and then they shot they shot 30% from three, you know, and they still won by, by what, what was it, 19, 18, something like that. So, yeah. I mean, uh, look, it's, it's, it's okay. They got by. What do you think about the comment there about the defense? Are you being impressed by what you're seeing with the defense? Uh, Mia One getting some uh, some praise from Donovan Mitchell about his ability to defend. Uh, are you buying into any of this? Well, I mean, you mentioned it yesterday, preseason games. You know, mm-hmm. I, I guess it's safe to say I'm not buying into anything really uh, quite yet. But I have I, they absolutely have the capability to be a better defensive team. And athletes like Mie Oni, and I'll throw Jamoan Morgan in there too, you know, guys that, that have, uh, you know, the good Lord's gift of that athleticism, you know, if they can develop their games, there's, like we talked about yesterday, and I've heard Locke talk about a number of times, there's a pathway to the floor for those guys. And the more uh, peripheral skills they can demonstrate, you know, the more likely it is they're going to get on the floor. So if they can make those threes, if they can, uh, you know, handle the ball, make the right passes, those sorts of things where they're positive contributors, Contributors, um, then there's a, a role for them to go out there and, and help improve the defense, particularly in the second unit. So um, I don't know, Gordon. I still think they're small uh, in their starting lineup, and we'll see what adjustments they make going forward there. But, yeah, the defense should be better this year. They're small, but they absolutely killed the Suns on the boards last night. Yeah, well, Rudy, I mean, Rudy had 20 of those. So he mm-hmm. was he – was, 
he was on top of his game rebounding the basketball. I thought Rudy played pretty well, actually, uh, last night. People have been asking me, I was asked a couple times today, what I think of this Jazz team. And my answer usually is I think that I have them ahead of where some of the national guys have placed the Jazz. I think they're going to be better than what uh, what many people think. And I'm not much of a homer, but I do I do think this team is going to be well advanced from where it was a year ago. And we'll see if I'm right. I might be wrong. I'm basing that on, on uh, you know, the additions they made, and I think the uh, the improvement that will come in their star players. And uh, but I can't tell much from these these preseason games, Jake. I I just don't. I can't draw strong conclusions off what I'm saying. Yeah, they should. Well, they should be at very least incrementally better because they basically rolled back the same team, but added Derek Favors back, which which, of course, is going to make you better. The question is just how much. And I, I'm not going to defend the national guys because I'm with you. I don't uh, I don't agree with their positioning uh, where they have the jazz in the West. But I wonder how much that has to do with the hype surrounding other teams. You know, everybody loves talking about Dallas right now. So all of a sudden they're going to get the the benefit of the doubt. I don't think that Phoenix team we watched last night is a playoff team. Not yet. They're going to have to prove that to me. But yet there are some prognosticators out there that have Phoenix uh, in front of Utah, which I'm not buying into. Yeah. The, 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 sorry. One, one last yeah. thing, Gordon. The, the only team that I'm saying is 100% for sure better than the Jazz right now is the Lakers. Now, maybe you say, okay, the Clippers are probably going to be better, and I'll buy into that. But 100% on paper right now today, the only team that's better than the Jazz, 100%, is the Lakers. There's an argument to be made with everybody else. So I think the national guys are are buying into other teams whereas the jazz are kind of the same so it's easy to bump them down yeah okay Uh, yeah i i agree with everything you just said jake and but i as i said i think the jazz will be improved and i think you know the west is tough i get that and so when you talk about number of victories versus numbers of losses and things like that it's, it's 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 tough and it's uneven in the nba as it has been for a long time west versus east but uh, I, you know, I mean, I, 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 I believe what I'm. I believe what I believe. I don't necessarily believe what I've seen so far in the uh, preseason. The Jazz did not shoot the ball particularly well last night, uh, but neither did the Suns. And the fact that the Suns couldn't struggle to hit three-point shots, are you going to give the Jazz defense credit for that, or do you think the Suns were just missing shots? Um, you know. Probably a little column A, a little column B. Uh, I thought the Jazz played fine defensively. I, yeah. I think guys like me, Aoni, did a nice job. And, you know, Rudy's Rudy. Derek Favors played well. I, I thought they played fine defensively. But but Phoenix, I still think, is flawed. We'll see what Chris Paul does uh, to this roster. But unless Chris Paul can make DeAndre Ayton tougher, I mean, that's going to be a real issue. Uh, I, I came away from both these games uh, very unimpressed with, with him. And maybe he makes the next step. And I, I, I'm not giving him the benefit of the doubt. But uh, I thought Rudy and Derek, for that matter, had their way with uh, with DeAndre. So, I don't know. We'll yeah. see what goes on with the Suns. Devin Booker was really efficient and scored 27 points. So, you know, like probably the on-ball defense of the other team's best player still is an issue. Tough to, tough to stop the, the best player, best offensive player on a team like that i mean they still held the suns to 92 points and i'll make this prediction if the jazz hold opponents to 92 points they're going to win a whole lot of games that's good enough
defensively on almost every occasion. Uh-oh, Austin just tweeted out the pronunciation guide for Mie Oni, uh, uh-huh. meaning that one of us probably screwed it up. Did I mess it up, Austin? No, no you, you did it perfectly. Okay. So I did it wrong? Yes, you did it imperfectly. What did, what did I say? You said Mie Oni instead of Mie Oni. But, okay. <laughs> I mean, we're it's really your, not on your. Mie, yeah. okay, Mie Oni? Oni? Yes, 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 yes. Mie Oni. Correct. Mie Oni. Mie Oni. Okay. A certain I mean, radio play-by-play guy has said it like 19 different ways <laughs> last night alone. So It's, Jake, it's grating easy. on my ears. I'm it'll sorry. It'll be easy for you to remember because you say me yay, as in yay me, and then Oni. Well, I know you guys just enjoy busting my chops as much as possible about how I mess up names. So I just want to make sure I got it right because I practiced that one. You're doing it great. Don't because but, but uh, you if you think about it, you might mess it up. So stop thinking about it. Well, I, I'm a little Gordon sensitive to it because I, I remember draft night when they drafted him out of the blue and I was hosting the show and I looked down and like, oh, hey, the Jazz just made a pick. It's <laughs> And so I, I thought, wow, I really need to, to practice that one. Maya so I just want to make, make sure I'm, I'm getting it right because I've gotten it very wrong before. I think it's important for individuals to have their names pronounced correctly. Yeah, Munson. You know, like, like, yeah, like Munson. <laughs> yeah, say it right. You know? Corton. Um, like, I mean, do you, do you uh, – have a problem with people mispronouncing your name? Your name's pretty simple. But, uh, no, yeah. No, no, one, no one has Scoop. ever said his name wrong. Yeah. Never. Including him. Oh, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Uh, Gordon, the, the big NBA news today, uh, Giannis mm, Antetokounmpo mm. Uh, signs a five-year, $228.2 million super max extension uh, with the Bucks, and uh, could be worth uh, gar- actually guaranteed 256 million, which mm. is uh, which is pretty amazing as he decides to uh, stay there in Milwaukee, which um, I you know was a, a big topic around the NBA for uh, pretty much all of last year, Gordon, and he decides to stay. And Milwaukee made a lot of you know roster adjustments to convince him that they're in it to win it na- uh, now, and uh, he's going to get his big payday. Yeah, and there was speculation just earlier this week that it might not happen, you know. So uh, people were really concerned, at least the people of uh, Wisconsin concerned, that he might go somewhere else. And uh, I, I, I kind of like it. I like the fact that he's going to stay there and build something there and in a town that is not a major metropolis. Well, uh, yeah. I, I told you this, Gordon, that uh, when it comes to small market NBA franchises, they need to root for their players to be greedy. You know, you that's that's the the uh, weapon in the arsenal in the NBA collective bargaining agreement for small market teams to keep their players, uh, their star players, that they can pay them more than anybody else. And so I'm glad in this case, uh, I agree with you to- uh, totally that Giannis, uh, chose to be greedy. Take that cash. Uh, you know, you've, you've earned it. Congratulations. And, uh, you know, build uh, what you're building right uh, where you are. It doesn't You don't have to go to the Lakers to win. You know, I like that. And he, I'm with you. And, and he may be one of the few guys that's actually worth the Supermax. 
you know what? I'd agree with that if he gets better at shooting. You think he'll get better shooting the ball? He's tried. Mm-hmm. He's not quite there. If He will be maybe – oh, he'll go down as one of the greats if he learns to shoot the basketball. And I don't know whether that will happen or not. Uh, he sure is good the way he is. But that's a lot of money. $256 million? Wow. But if you're, if you're Milwaukee, you got to do it, right? I mean, yeah, if you're Milwaukee, yeah. you have to. I mean, they, 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 I'm sure, didn't even think twice about it. And they say, you know, they'll say, all right, we'll deal with the rest of the roster going forward. But we can't let this guy get away. Yeah, and I, I can see why. Uh, it reminds me of when, back, this seems almost like peanuts now, but remember when Minnesota was trying to keep Kevin Garnett uh, in, in Minnesota and uh, they, they paid him $120 million and everybody thought it was the most outrageous thing they'd ever heard of. Uh, now a uh, player getting double that. Hmm. Well, is, is, that the, uh, is that the contract that Kevin McHale gave Kevin Garnett illegally that cost him like <laughs> no, 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 no. That, you know what? That wasn't Kevin Garnett. That was Joe Smith. I, I stand. That was Joe Smith they gave that contract to and lost a bunch <laughs> of draft, draft picks. Kevin Garnett was the one who signed the last contract before the NBA lockout in the late 90s. So I think that one that you're talking about is that last contract before the lockout when you could really make, you know, the big cash where the salary cap wasn't quite as punitive. It actually hurt Minnesota going forward, but that's what it was. I can't even comprehend how much $250, $256 million is for a five-year deal. A quarter of a billion dollars? I mean, yeah. For, I mean, for five amazing. years? I, I mean... <laughs> Well, I mean, you think maybe we get numb to it a little bit because we hear these numbers so much, but that is just remarkable amount of money. Remarkable. And I don't know how fans feel about that. They want, obviously, they want the uh, the Greek freak to stay uh, for, on their team, but man, when well, you think it, about how much, how much money that is, even, I, I mean, I can't. I can't wrap my mind for five years. What's he going to make per game? Like five hundred grand? Well, think about it this way, Gordon. How much money does Giannis uh, generate? I mean, yeah. if you if you think about it, there there are certain players out there that that are just worth every penny you can give to them. And, and we could argue about whether Giannis is one of those guys, but you can make an argument in the. I mean, they sell out that building every night in Milwaukee because of him. Mm-hmm. They, uh, you know, what, how much better are TV ratings when Giannis is involved because he's just that kind of player. Internationally, you know, what does he do for you in the European market as, uh, you know, the foreign influence on the NBA continues to grow? I mean, you could you can make all sorts of arguments that this guy's worth double that in, in what he's bringing back to his franchise in the league. Uh, is he? I don't know. I haven't broken down the numbers. Uh, five, you think he's worth $500 million? Well, I don't know. I, we, I, we're talking figurative dollars, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's no way you or I could calculate exactly what his worth is in European attention to the NBA. But it's mm-hmm. got to be one heck of a lot. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I get it. These guys are the best in the world at what they do. But that is a whole lot of money. And he's the franchise guy. And, mm-hmm. and so, you know, he's... I hope he's uh, good enough to win championships with the way this puts the uh, the crimp on the franchise as a whole. He, we'll see. Probably not. But still worth it for Milwaukee to do it. And and you know but what, Dad? But isn't that, isn't that a real argument for a player to consider? 
because he wants to win. I'm, I know he wants to win. And you and I have talked about this before, that players sometimes want the money first, and then they chase the championship. But Giannis has been around the league long enough now to know what it feels like when the disappointment that comes with losing. And if you're taking all the money, or if you're taking such a large percentage of it that you can't get the players necessary for you to win a championship, I wonder at one point a player changes his mind and says, you know, money is really great, and I, I like it a lot, but I want to win, too. And oh, man, you when you're making a, a quarter billion dollars. I'm, you're that's, winning. <laughs> well, yeah, that's more of a priority than winning a championship, I would guess, at this point in his career. Like, it, it's really easy for, say, Carl Malone to go ring shopping after he's, you know, made – what was Carl's last uh, contract with the Jazz, right? I mean, it was 20-some million dollars. So, you know, when you're more secure in your career and your finances, it's easier to make those, oh, I'm going to go, you know, do it for winning. But in this case, you know, oh, let's say I go out in the second round of the playoffs. I'm going to be really disappointed and falling mm-hmm. short of my goals and all this stuff. But you know what? I'm going to go home and I'm going to I'm going to uh, dive through my money like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, but these guys are making a ton of money off of shoe deals, and they have money coming in from a other sources. A quarter billion dollars. A quarter billion dollars. So what's $50 million less? $50 million, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, listen, it's so easy for you to 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 uh, sacrifice other people's money. <laughs> so easy for you to just go. What are you? What are you? You're making a ton anyway. No, he what has is that? What up, is that to you? <laughs> he has to make up his own mind about what's most important to him. But at some point, if I have signed a shoe contract that's paying me darn near as much as my basketball contract is, then I mean, at what point do you go? This isn't that fun, and I can't carry this burden myself. I need some help. Okay. Well, I think he'll be all right. Well, I'm not saying he won't be all right. I, I'm, I just wonder if there, if it's just 100-acre wood talk to, to think that there are players out there. We've seen players who have given up cash to try and help their team win. Yep, we've, see, we've seen that. Okay. But... I'm, I mean, I'm, happy, Jake, I'm happy for Giannis, okay, and I don't blame him okay, for maxing but, but, out his. Okay. Uh, so he's going to make $256 million over four, five years. Uh, and how old is he now? What is he, 20, mid-20s? Something like that, 28, 29. So uh, at what point does he say enough of this? I, I mean, on his next deal. He's only 26, he going, by the way. Is he going to go for the maximum amount again? Or is he is he willing to say, I, I got more money than King Farouk here. I, I, there's, uh, let me win it. Let me hoist the trophy. By the way, speaking of hoisting, did you see the kicker that was hoisted over the weekend? Uh, no, was. I don't believe it. He, he was hoisted. No, was he hoisted or tossed? He was hoisted. Nope, he was On to the shoulders hoisted. of his teammates. He, he was hoisted. Okay. I, don't I can't believe that. you didn't see that because I, I saw it in the highlights and I said, I hope Jake is paying attention because here a kicker is hoisted. Our listeners will back me on this. I'm sure they saw it too. Who did he play for? I don't know. I didn't even pay much attention. You didn't even. Be, so okay, so now it up. definitely didn't happen. Yeah. It did happen. Okay. I swear to you. What game? I don't know. I don't know. It was oh, some yeah. game. It was, it, there was a football team there. I don't know. 
All right, I'm going to I'm going to issue a call to our listeners. You watched the highlights over the weekend. Did you see the kicker get hoisted? If you saw the kicker hoisted, please, I'm begging you, uh, tweet at us. All right, we'll have more coming up next. It is the big show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. I'm begging.